You are tuning in to the Milk Carton Series. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today we discuss the disappearance of Angela Hammett. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Milk Carton Series. So today's story will focus on 20-year-old Angela Hammett. Angela lived in Clinton, Missouri. She worked at a bank and she was taking classes at the Central Missouri State University before she was abducted and kidnapped. Now, in January of 1991, she became engaged to Rob Schaefer, who was an athlete who planned to be in the military. These two were madly in love and it had been stated that Angela also was four months pregnant at the time of her disappearance. And when I read that, I was like, oh my goodness, like people are crazy. So on April 4th of 1991, around 10 p.m., she dropped Rob off at his home after a barbecue. They had planned to meet later and they were going to like hang out. I don't really know what the specific was because a lot of different articles state, you know, different things. But nonetheless, they were going to meet together. But Rob had to go home because his mom was working and he was supposed to be babysitting his brother at that time. So they were going to meet back up a little later. You know how it is. Madly in love, may not live with your, you know, fiance at the time, but you know, you're trying to build your life. Now, around 11.15 p.m., she called Rob from a payphone at the intersection of Jefferson and 2nd Street. This was about seven blocks from his home. Now, when I read that, you guys got to think back in 1990s, times are different. Everyone doesn't have cell phones. So a lot of people reading that would, would say, well, why on earth is she using a payphone? But this is the times, you know, this new generation has it easy. We have cell phones, we have technology, and it's a great thing, but it is also a bad thing. Now, when she was talking to him on this payphone, she noticed a suspicious man circling the block several times in a green Ford pickup truck. It then pulled up beside her. The man gets out. He uses the phone, but then he gets back in the car, y'all. And then he gets back out, right? And he has like this flashlight. He's looking as if he's looking for something. And Angela begins to describe what the man looks like to Rob, which was kind of smart because you just never know, right? Your instincts are telling you and your gut is telling you something is a little off. Well, that will surely be the case for Angela. And what's crazy is he actually tried to use the payphone next to Angela. And then I guess it wasn't working. So he was like, he would try the other one in a minute. So her and Rob begin to continue their conversation. But then a few moments later, Rob hears Angela scream. The man basically says, I didn't need to use the phone anyway to, you know, Angela. So Rob immediately drops his phone and he ran outside to his car. He quickly drives to where this payphone is, hoping that he would find Angela. So as he's driving and he, you know, in Clinton, Missouri, is kind of like a royal area, especially where they were living. You know, he sees the abductor drive past him in the opposite direction and he hears Angela screaming out for him. So he drives 
his car in reverse. But this is what is so crazy, y'all. When he did that, his car, I guess, like went out of commission. So he was only able to follow the truck for two miles before his transmission had failed and he had to make a sharp turn. It was, I can't imagine, cannot imagine as a fiance, you know, loved one anyway, you know, you're You're seeing that your person is getting abducted and you're trying to find them. You're like, okay, well, I'm on their tail. And then your freaking car decides to go out on you. Can you imagine the hurt and the pain of that? Like, seriously. So at this point, there begins to be a search for Angela. The Missouri State Highway Patrol, they check hundreds of trucks that match the description. But everything ruled out. Then they had a few leads in the case and investigators began to question Rob because at first no witnesses were found to corroborate his account of what had happened. So they gave him a polygraph examination to see if in fact he was telling the truth. So then two witnesses later come forward and they basically said that they seen a truck and it was very suspicious of this man because he had been driving around the payphones between 11.30 and 11.45 p.m. And that was shortly before Angela disappeared. Now, within a week, Rob was cleared, of course, because he did not kill or he did not take Angela. And sadly, what's so crazy about this story of Angela's abduction, that 100 miles away from where she was abducted, There was another abduction that happened in Max Creek, Missouri, and this happened in January 19th, 1991. So just a couple months before Angela disappeared, there had been a 42-year-old convenience store worker by the name of Trudy Darby, who she basically called her son to report suspicious man lurking outside. Less than 10 minutes later, her son arrived at the store and he found the store empty. Two days later, her body was found in a riverbank less than 10 miles away from that exact store. She had been raped and shot in the head, and her body was found in a riverbank 10 miles from where, you know, she worked at. Like, y'all, what the freaking freak? Like, I don't want to cuss, but you know, the freaking freak. (laughs) And so there was another case that involved 30-year-old Cheryl Kinley. This was another convenience store worker in Nevada, Missouri. This was about 70 miles from Max Creek. She vanished after locking up her store on the night of February 27th of the same year. Her car was found abandoned in a store parking lot, and it had said that she was also kidnapped. Angela was abducted just a month later from that, you know, that date. So investigators had feared that maybe there was a serial killer on the loose in Missouri. And although they had it out and had faith that maybe either Angela or Cheryl are alive, they have been, you know, not necessarily able to confirm any sightings of them throughout the United States and even in Canada. Now, this is where it gets a little crazy. So Rob, like I said previously, was initially considered a suspect in the disappearance of Angela. However, you know, he was later cleared. So according to him, her, and other witnesses, 
The abductor is described as a filthy Caucasian man with glasses, a beard, and a mustache. He was wearing overalls and he drove an older 60s to early 70s model two-tone green Ford pickup with the murrow of a fish jumping out of the water on the back of the window. You know, those old school, you know, type of trucks. And it also had been stated that law enforcement thought the serial killer Kenneth McDuff because he went on a killing spree in from 1966 to 1992, he had been looked at a possible suspect, but he was never, you know, able to be linked to this case or any other cases, <laughs> which is crazy. And Trudy's case was eventually solved with the convictions of half brothers Jesse Rush and Marvin Chanley. However, Cheryl and Angela. They still remain unsolved. Investigators suspect that Jesse and Marvin were involved in them. However, they have not been charged. One rumor suggests Angela was murdered and thrown into a well in the old Ardenstein Park in Clint, Missouri. Now, close to the site of where the very old water ride, but it is unknown that, you know, if this has been explored or if in fact that is actually the truth. Now, on April 2021, on the 30th anniversary of Angela's disappearance, the Clinton Police Department announced that there was a new theory being investigated in her case. A confidential informant that helped in a narcotics operation received a cut and paste letter which read, Hello, we know who you are. People like you deserve what you get. We know where your foxy daughter is at. She will soon tell, wife's name, she has our deepest sympathy in her further loss. Goodbye. The letter correctly identifies the informant's court-issued number along with his estranged wife's first name. The letter was postmarked April 4, 1991, the day of Angela's abduction. The informant's wife and daughter, who also named Angela, were living in Clinton at the time. Investigators theorized that you know, this person involved in a narcotics operation target the informant's daughter, but they mistakenly abducted Angela Hammett. Investigators have noted that while the theory seems credible, they have not been able to rule it out. Also, they received an anonymous call from someone who may have had information about Angela's abduction. The caller specifically mentioned details involving that letter. They are hoping that the caller will call back. A reward is also being offered for any leads in this case. Now, that is crazy. And I was reading a video of one of the law enforcement investigators that took the call, not took the call, but basically got this information. And, you know, they're having hope and faith that, Maybe some new info will come out. I mean, it's been 30 years, y'all. 30 whole years since Angela has been, you know, disappeared. And her family deserves to know what has happened to her. And it sucks because it could be anybody that you know and how, you know, I just think like, dang, you know, why, you know, I wish she would have just went home. I just wish she would have went home. And I know that's you know, easier said than done because, you know, you think about the 90s versus now, very different. But, you know, I just wish that, you know, she went home and, you know, called Rob, you know, at that time. But, you know, sad to say, 
that, you know, someone decided that they wanted to kidnap her. And people out here are sick, honestly. But that is pretty much Angela's story. Again, she's still missing. She has been missing for over 30 years. Some new info did come out, but law enforcement are holding out on that to see maybe if they'll call again, and hopefully they will. Hopefully the family will get the answers that they seek about, you know, the disappearance of Angela. Can only imagine how this has left Rob and how it left her family, especially because, you know, she was pregnant and they were planning their whole life together. So until the next episode, guys, I will talk to you next Monday. Bye, guys. As always, stay safe.